0: When violence is the product, rivalry is the answer. Throughout history, the battles
1: we remember are the ones with meaning and story. Achilles versus Paris, Superman versus Lex Luthor, Jerry versus Newman, man versus food. Today we're taking a look at some of the best rivalries this business has to offer and how that hate made history. So we just have one question.
2: If you're not done with that!
0: But if you do, I'm probably not going to hear it because it's a podcast and you're listening like in your car or something. But if you are listening and you holler, maybe I'm near and I could hear you and we could be friends or something. I don't know. But welcome, regardless, to the two words podcast. Holla holla, player. (laughs) My name is John and with me as always is my tag partner, Radio Matt. Today we are taking a look at the best rivalries this business has to offer because what's a good story without a little good hate?
1: I mean, not a story. I mean, you gotta have you gotta have conflict for a story to progress. There was hate you in need the an story antagonist of, and a protagonist. Yes. Yeah,
0: there's an antagonist in the story of the crucifixion of Jesus. There would have to be. Have to be. <laughs> have you seen? Nope. We're getting off. We're getting off topic. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're
1: gonna cut that off right now. <laughs> You're just gonna.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> so a uh, uh, lots a uh, uh, lots going Uh-oh. on the the last week and a half um last two weeks since we record since we last recorded um and we'll get to the big stuff but the the little stuff that i'd like to talk about um one of which being logan paul getting booed so loud they had to cut the segment <laughs> it was so he was deafening. <laughs> it was the loudest booze I've ever heard from that crowd.
1: They, they still had him like try and announce like his upcoming fight or whatever, yeah. or his brother's fight and yeah. all this, but he's there. It's just Boo Boo It was yeah. like there was someone standing at the camera <laughs> that- just yelling boo into the microphone. Ah! <laughs> Yeah,
0: which, by the way, Jake uh, Jake Paul is going to get his his stuff rocked by Tyrone Woodley,
1: <laughs> like. But I mean, I called that. I called that when we were doing the watch along, and they announced it on at SummerSlam that Logan Paul is going to be on Raw Monday. I'm like, no, why? What? Nobody wants why this. Are we doing this. Nobody uh, wants it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was bad. It was so bad they had to pull
0: the Miz out, and even the Miz couldn't save that <laughs> that thing.
1: I actually liked the interaction between the Miz and like it was and fun. Johnny Drippy Drip. It was fun, but the whole like America's water Moist gu- wanted. Yeah,
0: the whole water gun thing. <laughs> Was really bad. The water gun
1: thing was stupid, yeah.
0: especially because they they were doing like the the pictures and photos from the SummerSlam the night before, and they edited the photo of uh, Xavier Woods shooting them with the water gun to make it look like there was more water. Did they really?
1: Like, they would have had to. Obviously. There couldn't have been less water. Yeah. Out of that water cannon, quote unquote. But they sold that. <laughs> they really we did. Good on them. They, they acted them. like they were getting hit by a friggin' fire hose, but they were not. It was a squirt. No. It, it was a squirt gun. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was bad. Um, also this
0: uh, this last raw Elias vignettes are coming out. Um and I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of here for it. I'm interested. I'm 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 my interest is piqued. I'm here for way. I'm here for an Elias. First of all, I want them to start calling him Elias Sampson again because I like that name. Um, but I'm excited the thought maybe him getting rid of the guitar, um, and like playing songs poorly, like.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's been a fun gimmick, His, but it's, it's lasted a, a long gimmick, time.
0: And he's probably a really good guitar player, but the tone. It, uh, the guitar was really, really bad. <laughs> it was it was rough.
1: All right. Uh, my favorite thing this past week so far has been uh, Wednesday's Dynamite. Very good Dynamite. Such a good Dynamite. Uh, Chris Jericho in a career match at All Out against MJF. How do you think that's going to go? Well, uh, initially, I thought maybe, like, maybe, yeah, maybe this is his out. Yeah. Um, because, like, it was the initial reporting was that he had a three-year contract that started at the beginning of 2019 and thus would end at the end of this year. And he's being very specific. Right. Like, I can't
0: wrestle in AEW. Right.
1: But uh, I, just, I don't know. I think uh, I heard that apparently that contract had a one-year extension to it already, so it seems like he's going to be... In AEW at least another year. But he did mention like joining the commentary team or something like that uh, if he loses. So that still doesn't mean he won't lose. Maybe he will lose and he'll just be uh, in a role less wrestling. uh, Well, we'll say it's wrestling adjacent as opposed to being a (laughs) main Carter Near wrestling. I don't know. I don't see him being the kind of person that quits wrestling. (laughs) Just from the person that he is. I
0: don't know. At least not yet. If I were Chris Jericho, I'd be looking at Ric Flair's career, I and mean, being just like, "There's got to be a point sooner than he did." <laughs> yeah, play, but I feel like it. that's
1: still years away. He's
0: still he's still pretty far yeah. away from it. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Um, also on Impact, uh, CM Punk came out, or not on Impact, uh, Dynamite, 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 Dynamite. Um, CM Punk came out again for the first time ever on Dynamite. Um, Gave a cool, gave a cool thing. He's going after Darby Allen still, it looks like. Uh, but also, my favorite thing from that is that they started chanting "yes," mm-hmm. and he was like, "Ah, that's somebody else's shtick, and you might have to be a little bit more patient." Yeah,
1: a it's soft, like soft confirmation oh. of the pretty hard rumors we've already had yeah. that uh, Brian Danielson will show up in uh, AEW. Uh, so if, if he does,
0: somebody made a sign, there's a picture of CM Punk and then like right behind him, somebody has a sign that says, we wish WWE well in their future endeavors.
1: (laughs) That would be brilliant. Uh, so speaking of showing up in AEW, every rumor mill is split on what they've heard about where Bray Wyatt is going. Half are saying that he's definitely going to AEW, and the other half is saying he's definitely going to Impact. Yeah. Impact really, really wants him, from what I understand. I'm sure they both really want him, but yeah, yeah, Impact's been a little bit more vocal about it. But uh, I just, Mm -hmm. I don't know where he'd, I don't know where he'd, we talked about this uh, uh, last time. I don't know where he would, yeah, fit in best. It really depends on, I guess, what character he's going to be doing. Something completely different, the yeah. revamp of The Fiend, the revamp of uh, The Eater of Worlds. Yeah. I think you look into like The, the Fiend just, on Impact. Just Firefly Funhouse Bray with no yeah. Fiend. <laughs> just a guy just in a sweater. sweater just just, sweater. Just, just, a, just a bulky Mr. Rogers. I don't
0: know. Is, <laughs> is a guy in a mask on Impact
1: a little too close to Abyss? <clears throat> but I know they're two different characters, but. I don't know. But, I mean, look, we have Evil Uno and Dinosaur Boy and all these guys. Is that what's his name Okay,
0: for the second time today, I have to remind somebody his name is Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. It's not
1: that hard. Thank you. Yes. Hillary's
0: like, oh, uh, T-Rex man.
1: I just don't care about him enough yet. I'm sorry. One day. One I mean, day. I don't I care, don't care that much about him, but... <laughs> you seem pretty invested. <laughs> <laughs> I do like him. I think he's fun. And then uh, also heavy room rumors that uh, Adam Cole is making his final appearance uh, either this week or next and uh, on WWE programming and will eventually show up on AEW.
0: Take a look in three months, see what yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah,
1: Um That was because of Britt Baker, though, wasn't it? Well, that's not the only reason, but that was the more... Uh, that was that's what kind of sparked this this like resurgence in it, but it's been rumored for a while that he's not re-signing and he has mm. no intention on doing so.
0: Really, that's interesting. Yeah, I wonder why people are starting to not like working in NXT anymore. I wonder because that was that used to be like the land of opportunity.
1: Yeah, until you know, oh. Vince McMahon know. decreed no little people anymore. <laughs> I only want
0: Um, beef. um, AEW uh, revealed a new line of action figures this week called the um, Unmatched series, I believe it was. Um, Miro gets his own action figure. Um, I believe Adam Page has one. Britt Baker's got one. And Cody Rhodes has one. Um, and I want to highlight Cody Rhodes, and if you're listening at home, you can you can Google this. Um, but I'd like to show Matt and get his initial reaction uh, to the Cody Rhodes new action figure.
1: <laughs>
0: show it to it the camera is, for the people that
1: get to watch it here.
0: It is very,
1: very oh, bad. Hard to see. Yeah, yeah. he's screaming. Get to the
2: chopper! Yeah, that's like,
1: what it
2: really does.
1: <laughs> his mouth
0: is a quarter of the size of his face, and it's a square. It's and it's all <laughs> it's all a square.
1: Um, <laughs> it's wow, just not bad. a great action figure. Yeah, I mean it's not the worst one I've seen. But... No,
0: but it's definitely the worst one you've seen since like the nineteen eighties. <laughs> Um, oh, goodness. Yeah. And, uh, but leading into that, um, uh, we're getting another uh, wrestling reality show in Roads to the Top.
1: Oh, fun. And this, and this one's going to be all about... Uh, and this is just their life, right? This is just their life. This, 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 a, this is, a, is just the daily this life in the Roads home.
0: But I feel like it should just be like Ms. and Mrs. Cody Rhodes edition.
1: Right. <laughs> or Toto Bella's... <laughs> Uh, how about uh, Karrion Cross's debut? Uh, official debut on the main roster, because he's staying there now. Yeah. How about that? Do you see his outfit? I don't think I saw that. Oh, it was gross. They may have
0: cut that. Was it gross? Oh, I'm it gonna was look, bad.
1: take a look. Yeah, you look it up. Uh, awful, awful outfit, but he has announced that he is done with... Uh, with NXT, after losing to uh, Samoa Joe at Takeover this past weekend, uh, so he's moving on up, and I'm pretty sure Vince McMahon it's, just it's, got a hold it's, of him.
0: It's bad when you go to Google Carrying Cross, and it's Carrying Cross New Look is the first thing that comes up. <laughs> um, uh, the the shredder the weird
1: shredder mask, yeah. <laughs> old red. It's like not a cool. It's bad. Vince McMahon oh, got a hold of it. Yeah. That's
0: uh, that's the um. Oh, what was the movie that uh, Sean Connery did? He did it, like, right after James Bond. I don't remember. Um, it was really bad. It looks almost exactly like uh, like that.
1: But, I mean, isn't it just like main roster WWE to uh, take a character who is immensely popular and nearly undefeated in NXT it's, uh, it's his it's oh his my gosh, from yes. Zardo's. If you want to see it
0: at home, Sean Connery Zardo's. I forgot about that. Um, it's the exact, it's who wore it better. We'll make that graphic up later and put it on our Facebook.
1: Um, it's awful. It's,
0: it's, it's a bad look. It's a bad look. This is a really bad look. And they're going to start
1: um, calling him Carrion. They're just gonna start calling them carrying. No, I'm thing. kidding. I don't know. I'm, I'm it just, just sounds like it. They wouldn't. Nothing,
0: they wouldn't do cross. So nothing, that is too good, cool. nothing is good. Nothing is good as killer cross. Like that's. Uh, you have any more? Cause I have one more. Um, I had something else. Go ahead and give yours. Okay.
1: So roster cuts and budget issues for WWE are actually leading many to speculate that WWE is actively trying to sell the company. And according to former referee Mike Chioda, Mike Chioda, he has heard that Disney is the front runner to purchase the WWE. Oh. (laughs) Folks, if you hated seeing
0: Sheamus in that episode of Psych... (laughs) You're gonna really hate what Disney does. <laughs> Side note: I actually liked that episode. You I
1: know, liked Psych. I enjoyed Psyche all around. <laughs> yeah. John Cena showed up every now and John then. John Cena too. showed up. Um, I think the Miz was on it once or twice. I believe the Miz yeah. was on it once. Yeah, it was yeah.
0: good. It was good. Um, Dax Shepard has started tweeting out uh, some some very um, questionable tweets in regards to is he going to keep on. Wrestling, um, Cash Wheeler is is nursing, uh, I believe, a knee injury or a shoulder injury, one of the two, um, and he tweeted out tag team uh, Dax Shepherd, Dax not Dax Shepherd, Dax. Hardwood. Okay. Dax Shepard is. I was about to say. Right, is somebody that, else. Dax Shepard's wrestling. Dax, <laughs> Dax Hardwood. Uh, tweeted out, Tag team wrestling has been a major chunk of my life for the better part of a decade. It's how I fed my family. It's the foundation of what our legacy has been built on. But is it worth it? I guess we'll see. So maybe they're just unhappy. Maybe he doesn't <clears throat> want to wrestle anymore.
1: Well, no, I think it might be part of a gimmick. Uh,. Oh. Because they, they did bring that up, if you didn't catch it, they did bring that up on Dynamite when he, he got up on the screen and he said something oh. about his brother has, you know, that hand injury that he has or whatever, and he said, you know, you know it might not be recoverable. We might not be a, a tag team anymore uh, for too, you know, too much longer, but yeah. we do have to have this one more match kind of thing. Yeah. And so it does sound like that they're leading up to the fact that they're going to have to break apart, but I'm not sure that they're leaving. Yeah. Or at least he's leaving. Yeah. Um, who knows? And also, finally, um, on a
0: recent episode of the Stone Cold podcast, WWE champion Bobby Lashley uh, revealed that he was... uh, Training and on the on the road to going to the 2004 Olympics in Athens uh, on the Olympic wrestling team. Really, he was, he was going through nationals and doing all this stuff, um, and he was he was training and getting ready for that until a would be bank robbery put an end to that. So apparently he went into the bank, um, was going to deposit some money, and somebody came in with a gun and started shooting, and he dove down onto the ground. And he said when he got up, his knee—he had like twisted his knee and blown his knee up. Damn. And that's what—that's what ended his uh, his wrestling career. <clears throat> but I, I, I was thinking about that because, like, if I hurt my shoulder or if I like like mess my knee up a little bit, like it's really probably not going to change my day to day too often.
1: <laughs> let like, alone ruin my dreams. Yeah, let alone live my <laughs> dreams.
0: But for like Bobby Lashley, like a bum knee. Like a microchip, there's a, there's a, they're saying it in the microchip. And I just the think The microchip
1: like, is compromised. Well, yeah,
0: the microchip is compromised. Um, man, that's two Parks and Rec references. Stop. wait, pooping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a good episode. Um, but you know, we talk about like people, when you, be, when you're a wrestling fan, you always run into people going like, oh, well, you know, that's fake, right? You know, that's fake. Did you know it's fake? Like, I don't know.
1: Did you you know?
0: Did you know it's fake? It's all fake. Yeah. But, like, Triple H is real. (laughs) He's a real person. Uh, You can't fake that meat. Can't fake meat. Um, (laughs) Coming exclusively to the Two Words Store on All This Meat
1: shirt. You can't fake this meat. (laughs) You can't
0: fake this meat. Yes. (laughs) 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 Yes! <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh.
0: She's a picture of a steak! <laughs> so-
1: Oh, gracious. All right.
2: Well,
0: you know, because, they, like, getting back to it, they always talk about, like, oh, you know, it's face, like, yeah, but these are real athletes. Like, mm-hmm. these are people who, who are finely tuned machines right. to do something. So, I don't know. Well, when we come back, we're going to be talking about uh, SummerSlam, the good, the bad, and the Brock Lesnar haircut. Stay here.
3: Hey everyone, I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith in Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So, Marvel What If? has been a fun experience so far. A really neat animated adventure that focuses around the MCU, where we're seeing how things would be different if just small choices were made. The fact that simple, small things... Can dramatically change the outcome of everything that we know and will experience. That uh, the first episode, you know, showed us that if a small different choice was made, that Peggy would have been, you know, Captain Carter, and the whole storyline would have been different, involving her and Steve, and the whole outcome of the world. Uh, the newer episode you know, was just simply posing this cool, weird scenario of what would happen if T'Challa was Star-Lord, and it was a big deal too, because, uh, that we're aware of, it's Chadwick Boseman's last performance as T'Challa, and he did such a good job, and, uh, you know, literally, where Captain Carter's decisions change just, you know, our planet, uh, T'Challa's actions changing literally reshaped the majority of the galaxy in the universe. And so it's just this concept that, you know, a few small choices can change everything. And one of the biggest places we see that in scripture is in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 30. Throughout this whole chapter, Moses is telling the people of Israel that their choices change their future that maybe they're not dealing with alternate timelines and variants and stuff like that, but their choices are changing if their outcomes are going to lead to life and blessings or curses and death. And he makes this kind of culminating statement in Deuteronomy 30, verse 19, where he says, This day I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. You know, we're not going to get like a marvel tv show showing us what would happen if we make different choices but we need to realize that our choices do actually change our outcomes and we need to make sure that we're making the right ones for our good and the glory of god remember to catch faith in fandom 180 every wednesday morning on the back row morning show only on
0: And welcome back to the Two Words Podcast. This last Sunday, we did a we did a live stream of SummerSlam. Well, I say we well, did, I did this live stream. Matt I heroically did, did, did four hours of live streaming was, alone.
1: I think it was four hours and forty six minutes was That's the so entire video. Much. It was such a long pay per view. It was
0: um,
1: <laughs> filled with some good stuff. Filled with some bad stuff. Um, uh, it, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. No. It definitely was in the the higher level of the last years pay-per-view.
0: Yeah, had we been together it would have been a good experience.
1: Would have been a bit better, yeah.
0: Um uh, but let's just go down let's just go down the card, let's go down the uh, chain of events and see what we thought about different stuff. Okay. Um Biggie versus Baron Corbin. Nothing really special for the match um other than Biggie yeah. won his
1: briefcase back, which It was a it was a funny kind of throwaway match. Uh just to be that moron, Baron Corbin, which it's- I was all f- all for. It's
0: weird that the story is somebody stole something, and I have to win it back. <laughs> uh, but like still, somebody stole my bad. legally binding document, and somehow.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I, I mean, that's kind of kind of what the Miz did. So who knows.
0: That, that's exactly what they did. That, so they've done that two years in a row, and I'm not <laughs> I'm not excited about it. Uh, the Raw Tag Team Championship: AJ Styles and Almost versus RK Bro. That was I'm good. Very yeah, very happy with that. I think that. That Randy Orton hanging out with uh, um, Matt Riddle, good thing.
1: Yeah, it's it's been it's been an up and down roller coaster, but all entertaining. It's made time. it's made. Matt Riddle like watchable. Agreed. Yeah, it's <laughs> even though he's still annoying. He's still just as annoying as he ever ever was, but now he has like a motivation behind that annoying. Yeah, it's
0: like a pinky in the brain kind of thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
1: like it's like the same level of devotion that Mick Foley had for the Rock with the Rock and Sock Connection, Yeah, except a moron. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But Funny, and it's intentional. I'm not really insulting him. That's his character. Yeah, and it's great.
0: I forgot to talk about this, M- M- Mick Foley. Uh, speaking of which, um, I was watching the WWE Ruthless <laughs> Aggression series that they have on Peacock. Ooh, I'm behind on that. And one. Uh, they were talking. I'm way behind on it, but uh, I w- they were I watched the one on Evolution, which is good. When they were talking about Randy Orton. Uh, taking on the moniker of Legend Killer, and mm. there was a there was a portion where they showed him spitting in McFoley's face, mm. and my initial thought was, "How very un-COVID friendly? Like, how did we not? <laughs> how is this the first pandemic of my lifetime? <laughs> like, we're doing this for fun?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> yeah. There's so so many things that feel so weird now.
0: Yeah, like watching it back, just like that's. That's not, that's not okay. Um, Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. What, what is this?
1: this? Well, it's over apparently. Thank goodness. Because Alexa came out and basically taunted Charlotte on Raw. Yeah. So I'm fine with that. I'd still want to give the the weird puppet doll a kick to the curb and just have evil Alexa go against Charlotte, but...
0: And, like, the, the, the dewdrop dynamic was weird. Dewdrop is weird. Dewdrop is
1: entertaining. I feel like the story was bad. I, yeah. I don't... I don't... I don't... I said this when we were doing the watch along. I don't know all that much about dewdrop. Like, I haven't been exposed to her enough yeah. to have a, an actual opinion, but she seems like she could be entertaining. So, yeah. I'm all but for was, more of her. I guess if not with Eva the, Marie. Uh, I don't like Eva Marie.
0: No. It... It... <sighs> And it's like, why bring her back? Right. Especially, why bring her back and not change a thing? Right. <laughs> like, this is one of the few times where what you what you were doing wasn't working, and you had to cut somebody, mm-hmm. and now you're bringing them back doing the exact same thing. And it just doesn't. Yep, yep. If she has if she has a wardrobe malfunction, it'll be the exact same. <laughs> it won't be any different. Um, yeah, dewdrop was in the May Young Classic, I think. Yeah, someone said that one of the women's, women's things. Tournaments. Yeah. Um Seamus versus Damien Priest.
1: I'm all I'm all it's here all right. for that too. It's I'm all, 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 all right. here for Damien Priest. That's good. I'm yeah, I'm glad Damien won. Uh I like him a lot. I'm liking him more and more every time I see him. <clears throat> Pardon me. Cut there. I
0: kinda wish they'd get rid of like the <sighs> I'm just trying to I'm trying to be more family friendly, Matt. Um, <laughs> I wish they'd get rid of the chains.
1: Oh, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would say
0: get rid of some of that stuff. Like it's, it's, it's a very strange aesthetic for me, especially because he's like nine feet tall
1: Yeah, <laughs> and
0: he's, 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 he's cut from granite,
1: um, but still, good I character. like, I
0: like, uh, I like Damien Priest and I like, I like him working with Sheamus. I think he's going to be a good, uh, WD or United States champion.
1: And now I guess Sheamus is going up and trying to poke a. Pick a fight with uh, Bobby Lashley. Oh, man. Which we wanted Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley as a society. Yeah. But that's not what we're getting.
0: Apparently not. Because apparently Brock Lesnar's face now. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be a, well, this could be great. It could be. I, it'd be better if he's just like, this, like the antihero. I don't know. I don't know. Just going to beat up everybody. Just having
1: him come back and, like, look, I found myself. (laughs) I ate some meat. I drank some coffee. I
0: had some alone time, did some praying. Right. Meditating.
1: This comeback is just just the nicest, sweetest guy. Hung
0: out with my wife, let her bench press me. I bench pressed her.
1: But uh, no, it's probably going to be the anti hero, given that he beat up John Cena as soon as the camera went off.
0: Beat up John Cena! Um, SmackDown Tag Team Championship: The Usos versus the Mysterio. I forgot that even happened. Yeah, I don't remember who won that match.
1: <laughs> the Usos. I, I not remember okay. that, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Let's just stop it. It's yeah. It's enough. It's, it's, it's enough, enough already. We're we're done. <laughs> we've we've got the good story with Ray and Dominic. Um, they can they can like. I just want them to do like Lehina, Latino Heat. Part two, yeah. Like I'm good with
1: that. That's one of the things we said. Uh, if it, it would be so much better if Eddie was still around right now. Yeah, because then they started. As start, Dominic like, a cool was joining, because it would have been great. Yeah, would have been super fun. Um, yeah, I think it's time. the The problem is, and has always been with WWE, save for a very brief period, is that WWE does not care about a tag team division, and so we have all of five tag teams in the entire roster. And so there's nobody else for them to fight. Yep. It's the same fight over and over and over. I'm sick of it. And what they have to
0: understand is that tag team wrestling is what made the Attitude Era so so fantastic. It really did. All of your tag teams. Because um, you had factions that like, and that's that's one of the reasons I believe AEW is mm-hmm. is winning in the rates right and now. that's well, why I love.
1: They're winning in the ratings, but they're winning in my heart. That's why we loved... Uh, The hurt business. That's why the New Day has become one of the most popular tag teams of all time. Very,
0: very pleased with that. Um, Let's go to something, or very unpleased with with the tag team division. Let's go to something else we're unpleased with. Uh, Bianca Belair versus (laughs) Sasha Banks. (laughs) That was such. Bianca Belair versus Carmella. No,
1: wait. Uh, (laughs) Bianca Belair versus the returning Becky Lynch. It was such a roller coaster. I'm like, ready. This is going to be a fantastic match. It was a great match at WrestleMania. It's going to be a great match now. And then, oh, she's not going to be here. And out comes Carmella. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't want this. I was very disappointed. And then Becky Lynch music hit. And you yeah. posted that picture in my face. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, what? It's happening? I was not prepared for it to happen right now. To come out? What? We're going to have a yeah. match right now? All right. I look down to change the words of who's fighting. And I look back up, and the match is over. It was done. So down again. It's a like very much down. It was a Goldberg match. And look, someone said like this: this might have happened really quickly, and they might not have had a chance to put a thing together, other. But apparently, they knew that the or that uh, that Banks wasn't going to be wrestling for several days before the pay per view, which would have been time for them to get a match together, an actual match that could have blown. She even said the words, "Let's blow the roof off this place," before Air agreed to the match right there on yeah. the pay per view. And then boom, manhandle slam, it's over. Do you think they just don't trust women to call
0: matches in the ring? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how many people how many how many people do you think they do trust to
1: call matches in the ring? Few probably. Yeah, it's yeah. just I mean, it was sad. So, I'm not there and you know, they're going to turn her heel. Becky? Yeah. Which is what they did last time and you saw how well that worked out WWE. So, good luck. Uh, we decide <laughs> if Becky Lynch is a heel or not. That's essentially how this works.
0: <laughs> we are not butching.
1: Uh, but yeah, so it was a, it was a bummer. It was it's great that Becky Lynch is back, and that's that kind of stems it a little bit for me. But it was just a bummer match. It could have been really good. Yeah, could have been something a and lot better because of the of the, the 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 champion or the 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 former champions' right to a rematch. I'm hoping we do get a really good Bel Air yeah. Lynch match soon. Yeah. Next pay per view. Let's get it at the next pay per view. Nope, not the next pay per view because it's Crown Royal
0: or oh, Crown Jewel. Crown
1: Jewel. I mean, I want to drink
3: a Crown Royal. <laughs> to need, account, I'm Crown, need Royal Crown,
0: Royal Crown Royal to get to through watch it, it but. Uh, yeah. Because I don't think either one of those women are going to be like. Because, like, because. No, never mind. I was going to say because I think, I think Bank. uh. Bel Air was also in the Marine Corps, but I don't think she was. It's like, I didn't fight for this country just so I could go over to Saudi Arabia and wear a T-shirt to wrestle in. <laughs> um, but then again, Lacey Evans did it. Which, where's Lacey Evans been?
1: She got pregnant, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, she got pregnant. So With Ric Flair's she's baby. <laughs> so she's in the same That's, boat. Let's not forget that story! That's Becky Lynch. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to her return. I feel yeah. like I was just really starting to like her character. Yeah.
0: No, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. What was that all about? Yeah. Meh. Can we get away from the... Uh, Drew McIntyre thinks he's going to lose, so he pulls out a sword and threatens to murder somebody? <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, I think I'm going to lose. Ah, oh, i Like... Stab (laughs) He ain't gonna hurt you (laughs) He ain't gonna gonna stab (laughs) you
1: He's just not used to people
0: (sighs) I mean there was just no purpose
1: And and for somebody who was WWE champion The ramp up was lame It was short and lame Yeah, The storyline carried no real weight I really feel like Drew McIntyre for
0: somebody who carried the whole company on his very broad, hairy shoulders for the entire for the year entire with COVID no, year with no fans in attendance. Like, and you don't, like, think about and, what he could do when all the fans came back. Mm-hmm. and like, loved him. Uh, I, I, I just don't understand that. And I like Jinder Mahal. I, I like him. I mean, I don't like, there was some stuff towards the end of his last run I didn't really love, but... Um, like but the it modern wasn't day, bad. the modern day Maharaja thing. That was that was some that of was his good. best, for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. Women, Raw Women's Championship: Nikki Ash,
1: Charlotte Flair, and Rhea Ripley. Yeah, it wasn't a surprise. Nah. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. It was all right.
0: Uh, Charlotte Flair is really upset with people because they think she got plastic surgery because she did. Um, (laughs) And people noticed. (laughs) Uh, I I don't know. It, it it was an okay match. Okay. Like it was an okay. I thought you like, were
1: about to launch into a diatribe about her plastic surgery.
0: <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying, like you can tell when somebody's nose isn't made for their face. Like when they make when they messed with their noses, you you can tell because everybody's nose is meant for their face. <laughs> Don't get a new nose, people. Uh, the one you got is better looking than the one you gon' get. Look at Michael
1: Jackson. <laughs> Or, no. <laughs> or don't look. At it. <laughs> or don't. <You> Shut <laughs> It was, it was uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> We do an entire podcast was just making Michael Jackson sounds. Um oh. uh, I really, I'm really glad that you loved uh, the Razor Shimona meme. It was great. I'll post that on our yeah. is, on our uh, Facebook as well. <laughs> I sent Matt a really funny um, Razor Ramon meme. Um, <laughs> but back to the match. The match was okay.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. It, was it wasn't bad. Special. It just wasn't really anything to write home about. I did like that they they gave Nikki uh, a fighting chance. Like she yeah. was she was in the match, and it felt yeah. like that they were trying to. Make that a point, like the other two were like, no, nah, this is between us. You just go sit down over here. And she wasn't taking that. I did like that story element. There was a good amount of storytelling in the match, but you still kind of knew, hanging overhead, yeah, this is your last run here, Nikki. It's, yeah. it's done. It's done over as quickly as it began.
0: Um, match of the night,
1: Edge versus Seth Rollins. So good. From the dang entrance the of Edge. In- oh, the so brood entrance? Dead. Oh. Oh. Uh. So good. Coming up out of the... It well, it wasn't technically the ground, but yeah. coming up out of that weird platform they had to wheel in. And he, uh, <laughs> he even kind of got the walk back where he like bobs his head all funky. Yeah, it's so good. It was And really then it good. immediately
0: cut in the middle. Yeah.
1: It hit the nostalgia portion, yeah. and it came out with a really s- spectacular yeah. match.
0: Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Um, I And really, the match, I mean... Granted, can Seth Rollins put on a terrible match?
1: Right. I mean, it started kind of slow, actually. Like I recall at the at the first the first five minutes of it or whatever, it was just a lot of Edge getting knocked down. Yeah. But once it picked up, it picked up. Yeah. Once really it picked well. up,
0: and they really rolled into. And I think that makes a good match is that mm-hmm. they, they pace it well. Um, you know, you can't com- you can't always come out of the 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 gates just losing your
1: mind. No, absolutely, yeah. It was it was good. Um, it was a good buildup,
0: and the finish was really really good on it, and yeah, I'm very happy with that. Um, uh, WWE Championship,
1: uh, Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. I'm really sick of non finishes on pay per view matches. Yeah, for whatever reason, the pay per view is supposed to be where. The thing is settled. I paid for this? Right. Like, this is, I mean, I understand that that doesn't mean as much today because we got this, the first, the network and now Peacock. Peacock. And so you're not paying 60 bucks a month to watch this. But still, the idea has always been. Have these false finishes, have these count outs, have all these you know shenanigans during the build up to the match, but then let the match be the match. But WWE has gotten into this long habit now of at least once a pay-per-view, sometimes multiple times a pay-per-view, having a match end with a disqualification or a count out or some other wonky thing that was a rule this one time but never existed before this match. Like all these weird things. And so this one, Goldberg... His knee hurts. Ah, I can't stand up. Okay, we'll pin him and let the match be over. (laughs) Do you think that's why
0: pay-per-views have kind of gone off the rails uh, in the last few years? Is
1: Because they've realized people aren't paying $60 a pay-per-view? Oh, absolutely. The money draw is now the show's. Yeah, The money draw is not the pay-per-views, because the pay-per-views are now a part of your deal for getting the...
0: But the shows aren't getting network. any better
1: either. Well, that's true. So, <laughs> that's weird. But then... It, it's, well, SmackDown's what, it, still pretty good. Yeah. This then brawl sucks.
0: Then that all led into Bobby Lashley coming out and, like, and MVP trying to... Which MVP is doing the best work of his career yeah, too? I love MVP. Let's just throw that out there. Um, him trying to defend Bobby Lashley for throwing uh, <laughs> the air quotes fifteen year old son of Goldberg. Pretty sure he um, was fifteen. He's um, just a big oh, kid. Man. Maybe, but he looks thirty. Uh, you, ever, you ever seen the movie Bad Boys when the boyfriend comes to pick up the kid? Like, how old are you? Sixteen? Shoot, you at least thirty. <laughs> Uh, and then MVP being like he'd have done it to you he'd have done it to your fat butt he'd have done it to your scrawny legs
1: (laughs) like just started making fun of people this is turning out to be a very rude encounter Uh, this is
0: kind of I think this is bullying (laughs) got the be a star out Um, and finally Roman Reigns versus John Cena (sighs) Didn't really go the way I thought that was going to go. I
1: was very surprised at the finish of that. I had had such, I laid it out four times because I had four and a half hours to fill on why I thought John Cena was definitely winning this match. And it was a, I I thought, a brilliant reason as to why. Multiple brilliant reasons. I was wrong. Yeah. The aesthetic was really,
0: really good, though. No, it was good. Like, John Cena coming out with the belts on the Tron behind oh, and, him. The, and the, and the and his, Super and his, Mario the, 3 I'm, theme. Oh, my I, god! I kind of want to buy that shirt.
1: Salivating.
0: Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was really good. The aesthetic of the whole pay-per-view, honestly, was really good. It's a good-looking arena to do. Yeah, it was all right. Stuff in. It kind of makes me excited for them to go into uh, SoFi Arena. Are they going into SoFi this year?
1: I don't
3: remember. So yeah, They're going
0: to SoFi or they're going to Dallas Stadium again. I think they're going to SoFi.
1: Okay. Um, But yeah, I mean, overall, it looked great. I'm not a fan of when the entrance ramps have to be curved like that, but still. I
0: kind of do like it. You kind of like it? I don't know, it kind of gives, because there's this nostalgic uh, footage that they always use when they're talking about the Ultimate Warrior of him running in, I think it's at the Royal Rumble, and it's like this really long, kind of curvy ramp, and he's like really pumped up, Mm. and it just always kind of reminds me of that. I gotcha. That that scene and that energy, and it really... (laughs) You know, if you're walking it, it looks terrible. But if you're, like, really, like, pumped up and you're getting into the crowd, kind of like Edge had, Mm -hmm. it's, like, it's a really good. You can really use it to your advantage.
1: (laughs) But, yeah, I felt like this was definitely at least the second best match of the night. I was really into it. Yeah. Uh, And I really, genuinely went back and forth that entire match and what I thought was going to happen. Just like you said, the finish was not what we expected it to be. Uh it was really really good.
0: And then uh a surprise appearance by Brock Lesnar and whatever that haircut is called. He looks like an onion. He <laughs> He looks <laughs> He looks like he's he sells drugs out of his trunk in a parking lot. And like if you don't want drugs, he's also got some bootleg Brooks and Dunn CDs. <laughs> like whatever your pleasure. <laughs> I also, uh, I also buy and sell feet, so whichever way you want to go with this thing. But it, it was
1: it was a good surprise though. I didn't expect him to actually show up. I thought he was done for a while, uh, and, and, and he's and he is not going to be here long. No, because he's going to lose to Roman Reigns. No, you think for sure, man, for sure, man. If they didn't want John Cena to win to eclipse the traitor Ric Flair's, uh. You know, title that's fair. holding run. They're not going to give it to Brock Lesnar, who's going to be here all of six minutes.
0: But at what point are we <laughs> done making Roman Reigns the unbeatable face of the company? Not I don't until know. he beats
1: The Rock. He's going to be the. Uh, he's going to be Brock Lesnar. And he's going to face The Rock at WrestleMania. He's going to beat The Rock. And then after that, you know, that's going to be his mountain. And then something. They'll okay. do something. Build someone else up okay. after that, hopefully. Okay. Because okay. they can't keep. That's the one thing about. A popular heel champion is that they can't keep him as the champion forever. Yeah, like they can keep a a baby face as a champion forever, and it doesn't feel like something's wrong here. Mm-hmm. But the longer a heel holds on to the title, and the more faces he buries like that, the more that, you want it the more not you're there. like it's got. We have to have yeah. resolution here, whether or not we love this. We have to have someone beat him. Yeah, even if it's just once, and he loses it again the very next night on, or well, the very next week on SmackDown. Uh, and Reigns is champion again, we still have to have something, something. ebb and flow in yeah. the storyline. Okay, back and forth.
0: I would overall give the pay-per-view a B And
1: I really thought that was going to be John Cena. I yeah. thought they were going to give it to John Cena, let him get the 17th title, and then they're supposed to be at Madison Square Garden either tomorrow night or next Friday. SmackDown, I thought, just have the rematch there boom he gets it back it doesn't hurt his career at all cuz it was a fantastic match yeah. brutal match anyway i'm not going to complain about it anymore
0: <laughs> it's okay this is this is our podcast we can complain as much as we want we got another 20 minutes at most if we want to fill we can and we can go longer again um you're the producer man this is your this is your radio show man I'll this just, is your
1: i'll just cut myself out of this <laughs>
0: <laughs> um But overall, like I said, I I give it a B plus. Yeah. Um, It was definitely not the best pay per view of the year, but it was yeah, it was far from the worst.
1: Far from the worst.
0: Um, And maybe that's just what they need to do. Maybe they just need to have a hell in a cell every year, that's just total hot garbage.
1: I don't remember which pay per view it was, but normally we do the reactions and then we put like some clips from the reactions. And instead of doing that, we just just, put up a video saying, "Apologize here is why." Here is why. That sucked and it doesn't deserve yep. <laughs> a proper video. <laughs> yep.
0: It was bad. It was so
1: bad, I feel much better about the product, even though it's still got a long way to go to get back to its its former glory, its pre-COVID glory. I'm feeling better.
0: Fair. fair. Well, when we come back, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about rivalries. Woop woop. Keep it here. <laughs>
2: Have you ever been around another person who used a word or phrase that you were absolutely certain that you should know, but you didn't? Well, of course you have. Hey, don't worry, nerd, because we've got some great news for you. You're about to learn something brand new, and this will be useful. Not like that throwaway knowledge like math or science. This is the real world, bub, and you need to be able to hold your own in a nerdy conversation. So pull up a chair and pay attention, because LTN's got another nerdy definition for you. This week's definition is Steam. Created by video game giant Valve, creators of the classic hits like Team Fortress, Counter-Strike, Half-Life, and Portal, Steam was originally designed and launched in 2003 as a standalone platform specifically designed for Valve to efficiently push updates and extra content out for their own games. But they couldn't keep it to themselves for long. It quickly grew to include other AAA developers and a whole slew of independent devs as well. It is currently the world's leading video game collection boasting over 55,000 games just waiting to join your library. Having already released a console-esque way for you to play your favorite Steam games on your TV with their custom controller, Valve has also decided to venture further into the console market by releasing the Steam Deck, a Nintendo Switch-inspired design that allows for you to play games like Doom Eternal, Elder Scrolls Online, Apex Legends, Among Us, or any other of your favorite PC titles even when you're not sitting at your desk. Steam is a black hole, so tread lightly. Oh, and watch out for those sales. They'll absolutely 100% get you. So the next time someone's talking about why they can't buy another game because their Steam backlog is literally bursting at the seams, you can hurt with them because, well, you understand that reference.
0: to the Two Words Podcast. As we grow older as wrestling fans, you begin to understand that to put on a good product in the ring, you need a good story. And nothing makes a story better than a great rivalry. Mm -hmm. The Rock and Stone Cold. The Rock and Triple H. The Rock and the movie critics for The Scorpion King.
1: (laughs) That was a bad movie. It was a bad movie.
0: (laughs) It was a really Um. bad movie. Um, The Mummy, though. The Mummy Scorpion King, though, was good.
1: The except, the C- except the CGI <laughs> version of The Rock, which was yeah. the worst part of it.
0: Although somebody did go back and fix that. There was did some like, animated okay. stu- animation studio Isn't who went weird. in and put
1: out their own clip and was like, we're going to fix this. That happens so often. Like, I remember Justice League came out, the The Joss Whedon original version came out, or I guess technically theatrical release, let's put yeah. it that way. Came out, and they had that weird lip problem with, uh, and somebody, like, fixed it immediately on the internet. I'm like, why didn't you hire this guy? It's all you gotta do. <laughs> all you gotta do. <laughs> he did it for free. You put Just superimpose this over what you released. He just put on a Snapchat filter. <laughs> that was all he did. Anywho rivalries. Anyway, yes. Rivalries. Um, so I guess let's just jump right into the discussion. What makes a great rivalry, Matt? Well, first of all, you got to be able to get the crowd going. You got to be able to sustain long promo segments and elongated matches keeping people on the edge of their seat. Both. And it's rare. Both. Yeah, together. but yes, it has to be both. Yeah. It cannot be one or the other or it will not work.
0: If it's if it's um if it's two if you're really good at promos, but really bad, if you can't put on a long in the ring, it's just two guys yelling at each other. Right. But if you can put in a really good product, but you can't talk to each other, it's just like, okay, it's just two dudes.
1: Two great wrestlers. Just two good but... wrestlers,
0: which is fine one-off, but if you're doing it week after week after week after week after week. Yeah. The, the best example of that is um, Lesnar and Roman Reigns. When they were going back and forth. Mm. It was just like, okay, again.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, give
0: us something to care about.
1: Neither of them neither of them are good on the mic themselves. No, which the is all, why both one, of them needed Paul be, The only one caring it was Paul <laughs> Which he's phenomenal on the mic. Yeah. But he was not technically a part of the rivalry. Uh, we also need a, a facade of reality. Like we all know. That wrestling is fake. We all know that it's scripted. We all know. know, Did you know it's fake? (laughs) We all know that it's fixed. But the best rivalries make us forget that for a moment. Oh, yeah. Like, they make us think, oh, these people really do hate each other. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I believe that about Seth Rollins and Ed. (laughs) And they might be the best of chums backstage. But (laughs) I believe they hate each other because they put on a good rivalry this past year. couple months. Oh yeah. It's been enjoyable.
0: Yeah. Um, and and it always seems like with a lot of the great rivalries as they get to a point where it's like, "Okay, we're about to get into the really really good stuff." And then WWE's like, "No, nah, you you're going too far." <laughs> this
1: like, isn't working. Like, Let's like, dial because, it back. Because
0: because a lot of the stories and I don't focus on WWE with those particular rivalries because I have we have more um we have more of a of a collection. Of a collection of them. Um, a, a bigger a bigger area, bigger hole. Um whatever
1: Longer time span to draw from. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> we have a bigger a, hole. A bigger hole. <laughs> a bigger hole with yeah. which to pull out of things. <laughs> I tried to be family friendly. It might be the least family friendly of all the LTN podcasts and not necessarily on purpose.
0: No, it's definitely on action. It's a hundred percent. Like, I'm really sorry. Um, but like, I always go back to the story, um, that Jericho tells, about his rivalry with CM Punk, yeah, because it was going really, really well. And uh, somebody asked him one time, you know, what, what, what was next for that rivalry? And it kept going. And he's like, I wanted to tattoo CM Punk, like I wanted to like tattoo what? my name, I wanted to like tattoo my name or something on
1: there. That would have been. Dope. And
0: and he's like, I brought it to Vince McMahon, and Vince McMahon was like, Well, I don't understand why that's a problem. He's covered in tattoos. He goes, because he chose to have those tattoos. <laughs> I'm going to give him a tattoo that he doesn't want because it's from me. <laughs> and he's like, Vince McMahon just didn't get it. And I, I think that's a big thing. It's like, Vince McMahon doesn't get how to trash talk people in the modern era.
1: Yeah, I agree. This is why we like watching Wild and Out. I don't like watching Wild and Out.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't like watching Wild and Out that much. <laughs> ever since Nick, Can- ever since Nick Cannon got in trouble for being racist or whatever.
1: The Cannon's a weird story for another very time weird story. <laughs> but yeah, it also needs to have the right the right people. Like we we have plenty of rivalries that we have complained about just from the last uh, couple of weeks. Yeah. Because they stink. Yeah. They 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 go on far too long. We've had far too many of the same match over and over again with very I mean, I was so sad watching Raw this week to see AJ Styles and almost come out <laughs> ch- to challenge RK Pro again. Didn't make any sense. <laughs> With saying nothing different. Hey, hey, uh, 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 Matt uh, Riddle, uh, Orton didn't even give you a hug. Yeah. Let's have another I, match. I don't. What is happening? Uh, <laughs> this is not a good rivalry. But again, and they've have so done much this talent. for themselves. There's yeah. so much talent yeah.
0: in that group of people.
1: <laughs> you could do so much. <sighs> just make it a good story. Yeah. So well, steal Riddle's scooter. Something. Yeah. Just build something other than just coming out and going, you suck. Nuh uh. <laughs> that's not a good rivalry. <laughs> I hate you.
0: <laughs> I am the victim of a hate crime. It's not a hate crime, man. Well, I hated it. Well, oh, I hated it. Oh, um, man. Well, we kind of covered why rivalries don't
1: work, I guess. But uh, who who really had the best rivalries? Uh, okay, so I have a lot of honorable mentions, and then I have my top. Okay. Is that what you have set up here? Uh,
0: some, sure. Some?
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just have a list. Well, I'll give you my honorable mentions.
0: How is it that I was like, I'm going to be more prepared, and I'm way more prepared, and you're still way more prepared than I am? Because I believe in this show, (laughs) John.
1: I do, too. (laughs) I believe. I believe in this show. (sighs) All right. Undertaker versus Kane. Especially early on when they were first introducing Kane. As, you know, the Undertaker's brother and all this. It was just absolutely brilliant and terrifying. DX versus the Nation of Denomination, or Denomination, Domination. (laughs) The Baptists and the Presbyterians and the Catholics, they all got together. together. Uh, No, DX versus Nation of Domination, especially with that uh, very un-politically uh, correct <laughs> uh, skit yeah. where they came out, dressed yeah. as all the nation, and in, did the whole thing. One of the, <laughs> I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but one of them was in blackface, wasn't they? Yeah, that was that was Xbox. <laughs> it, it, it was... <laughs> Out there. And, I, mean, I don't ever want to get you a triple Xbox, but technically Triple H was also in like brown face because he, he came out and he tanned time. himself more like rock. <laughs> the Crocses says. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, but yeah, it was uh that, I mean it was fun though. It was great back then at the time. Uh but then see, going, but then going <laughs> forward you had DX versus Mr.
0: McMahon and like the corporation the Shane and all and of yeah, that. All that
1: in, uh, uh the Spirit every. Squad. Spirit squad yeah. And that all, was a great movie too. They've yeah. all been fun. Uh, uh, CM Punk versus John Cena. Um, it was it was kind of short lived, but it was really good. John, Gun- I'm but sorry. It's
0: so it, they crammed so much story because CM Punk was really good. Like I've, I'll never forget that moment. He's like he's like I'm sick and tired. He's... <laughs> Take two on this. I I love when he came out in the pipe bomb yeah. segment. And the thing that he doesn't get enough credit for is the beginning of that promo. Because he talks about, he says, you know, he goes, I don't want you to think that I hate you, John. I don't hate you. In fact, I like you. I like you a heck of a lot more than I like the guys in the back. But what I hate is this narrative that you're the best because I'm the best. (laughs) And it was like, okay, now we have this guy who is definitely the wrestling fans wrestler versus the guy that everybody knows. And now we have story.
1: Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. had it was really good, and then that moment to see them both. I know we're doing moments later, but uh, this is not in that list. But the moment in that rivalry of them both holding up the the spinner championship title belt, that's both claiming ownership to it. Yeah, that's one of those those iconic like photos, you know, that you get burned in yeah. your brain. Yeah, uh, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso
0: Ciampa. Oh, that's another one of those where the Mm in-ring
1: worked. In-ring was the best part. Oh. Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, which only lasted essentially two years. Uh, Two and a half, two and a half, two, three, three years maybe. Technically into the first one with Triple H. I'm beginning to think that what makes a great rivalry is Shawn Michaels. A little bit. (laughs) And then uh, Daniel Bryan versus The Authority. Yes, yes, yes. It was it was delicious. It was fantastic because the fans really did take over at that point. Yeah, I mean, he really they forced it, and it
0: was one of the times that like WWE really listened to
1: people. Yeah, it was like okay, we can. But they we still can, they did it well because they made it still feel like that we had to earn they it. They weren't listening to people. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they played it really well. They leveraged that really, really well. Like when the fans took over Raw. Remember when they yeah. came out and there was just a bunch of people spilling in from around. the aisles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, chance and everything. Oh, it's good. Um, so you have some from my list,
0: uh, but Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, that one was a. Oof.
0: That one and, and it went that back genre and forth. was a genre-defining one. And it, yeah, and it got it got ugly, <laughs> but I think that what made those really work. and made a couple of these really really work is like most of the people in these rivalries are actually best friends. But not that one. Well, they were. They
1: were <laughs> okay, well, really Well, they good were, friends. but but I mean, towards the end, they hated each other, yeah. and then did again for years. Yeah, after <laughs> they were really good
0: friends. Um, uh, Flair and Dusty Rhodes.
1: Yeah, that's I mean, a it classic. pretty
0: much it pretty much defined having a rivalry. That's true. Um, that's you know, a pretty I classic one. I beat Ric one. Flair twenty five thousand times in a row, baby. baby. <laughs> uh, love that, Austin McMahon. Yeah, well that's my uh, that's my best. That's your best? That's my that's, favorite. That's probably one of my best because like everybody wants to take on their boss and everybody oh, wants to to lift that finger to your boss.
1: But and, it lasted for a long time. Like you, this was time. this was one of the longest running um rivalries without like some sort of break. Like we had uh we had the the, the beer truck incident, the cement mixer in in uh Man's car. The, the appearance, the, the wrestling match at St. Valentine's Day Massacre between yeah. Austin and McMahon, a cage match where Paul Wright, or Paul White, like, rips up out of the ground yeah. <laughs> and, and accidentally loses the match for McMahon, even though he was supposed to beat up the Rock, or not the Rock, uh, Stone Cold, uh, the Royal Rumble, where Vince McMahon came in at number one, disappeared... Austin tried to hunt him down in the building and gets yeah. jumped, and then McMahon wins. Uh, the, the Stone Cold became the CEO of the company <laughs> at one point. The bedpan incident at the hospital. The 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 fake gun. Um, <laughs> that made Vince McMahon pee his pants live on Raw just to come out with the old cartoon gag of the little flag that popped down and says bang three sixteen on it. I mean, there was the greater power thing where we finally thought that they had mended fences and they were on the same team and then it turned out it was me all along, Austin. Yeah. It was such a a uh, I can't even if you can't tell that I loved it, I loved it. Yeah. I have watched I numerous documentaries been... on it over yeah. time just to relive it over and over again. But it was such a long running thing and such a, a an awe inspiring thing to see McMahon become that character. Yeah. McMahon. Mr. McMahon. Like
0: yeah, um loved it. I'm gonna go with uh with my final mention uh before I get to one that I think I've got two mentions and a one that I think really could have been great. Um Lita and Trish Stratus. Ooh. Because I don't think you know, Charlotte came out this last week and was like, I started the first women's revolution and I'm starting another one. But really Yeah. Like Trish Stratus and Lita started the women's revolution.
1: They they um, had Banger matches, like oh. such good matches. Prior to the just fall of the women's,
0: like they tradition. just had good. They just had good matches. It wasn't good women's matches, right. But it they was were just entertaining.
1: Really good matches. Lita, Lita was incredibly, incredibly was athletic. athletic. Like almost on par with the Hardy boys that yeah. she was hanging out with them yeah. most of the time. At um, Matt Hardy and Edge. There's another one where it it really made sense that they weren't friends. That was a real Um, one. Hatred. Real ones, no.
0: Um, And to me, I believe that one rivalry that did not get its time in the sun um, was Cody Rhodes and Brody Lee. I think that that could have been one of the grandest rivalries. I think that that rivalry would have put AEW more on the map. Yeah. I mean, obviously, a, a, a shame. There's nothing you could do about it. You know, a yeah. shame that Brody Lee passed away um, and was never able to really experience what AEW is. But even, even in the very short time they had, I mean, that dog collar match mm-hmm. and the things that he was saying and their back and forth, I mean, it really was a perfect recipe for, for something amazing.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. That all your list?
0: That's all that's 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 the bulk of my
1: list. All right, so I got some moments. Oh, I have the Rock Hogan too. Okay, that's one of my moments. Yeah, here. um, like my honorable mention favorite rivalry moments. Uh, oddly enough, most of them are not a part of the, the rivalries that I listed, yeah. <laughs> they're a part of other rivalries that maybe weren't entirely great from start to finish, but yeah. had some amazing moments. The Rock versus Hogan one, in my opinion, the best moment was that face to face when they were. Standing in the ring at the match finally looking into each other's eyes, they both did the look, they both look around and the crowd turned because the rock was the face. Yeah. Hulk Hogan was the heel. And in that match, the crowd flipped and now Mm. they wanted Hulk Hogan to win. Yeah. And it was such an organically awesome moment uh, in that rivalry that ended there, essentially. Uh, But it was oh, it was um, a momentous occasion. Uh, ladder matches for the Dudley Boys, the Hardy Boys, and Edge versus Christian, or Edge and Christian mm-hmm. rather. Uh, the, you know, it wasn't so much of a rivalry on the mic; like they had a bit of it, but it was just they just fought each other. Yeah, <laughs> they were just they yeah. just wanted to fight all the time, and they were great. The two yeah. their two ladder matches were amazing. Uh, and then Kurt Kurt Angle's milk hose bath <laughs> on Austin, mimicking the beer truck bath. Uh <laughs> that was great. So some of my favorite moments. Um
0: I really love Shawn Michaels and Jericho at WrestleMania 17. That was good. The, the super kick right there at the end. Yeah. Like that whole match was was amazing, and then uh at the end of it it just capped it off into this just amazing thing. Um uh, and then Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair, the uh, oh. I, I'm sorry, I love you. Yeah, oh. Like, I'm tearing up right now. We're both tearing up. Oh. Um, and heavy. I think that I love it because in my mind, I can allow, like, I can, I can suppress enough memories <laughs> for that to be the end of that story. Right, right. And, like, because Ric Flair leading up to that point, was a shell of the human being that he ever was. And something interesting that I... Because we always talk about how ancient Ric Flair is. He's 72.
1: Really? He's 72. He, he, looks, was 50, he looks 98. He
0: was 15, yeah, he was 59 <laughs> in that
1: match. Looked a billion. Yeah. But... <laughs> he's looked 98 for the last 30 years. <laughs>
0: yeah, he is... <laughs> he's looked old since the 70s. Um... Uh, but that moment, and that because it was, I don't know, there's just something about that moment. Like, you can't watch it and not cry. Yeah. Um, because it's just, it's so perfect. And then uh, Daniel Bryan versus the Authority when he finally hoists up the two
1: belts. Oh, gosh. I really want to go back and watch that WrestleMania <laughs> again because that was such a. Amazing because he, told- he had to do in two. He had to do two other matches that night, yeah. right? Yeah, he did just one other get, match. One other match just to get into the yeah. the title match. It was, oh.
0: And both of those matches stole the show.
1: Yeah, so, well, that and the uh, Taker versus Lesnar. Well, that end of streak match too. <laughs> Man, <laughs> uh, all right. So here's my favorite, and uh, I, I, ironically again, uh, it's an HBK match: Taker versus HBK two. Streak versus career. Michaels has been beaten mercilessly for 20 plus minutes, yet he refuses to stop. He strains to pull himself up, grabbing Taker's tights to try to get to his feet. Taker is yelling at him, almost in pity, stay down. Yeah. Not in an I want to win way, but in a way that says, please don't make me keep doing this to you. Getting goosebumps hearing you talk about it. Literally actually crying when I was watching that live. Yeah. Um, then after a few brief moments of, uh, well, the match ended like a minute later. He tombstone him. it was over. Uh, but after the, the thing ended, Undertaker celebrated for like half a second and then picked Shawn Michaels up shook his hand and they would have hugged, it was like a half hug, But Taker could not keep on his feet, so he kept almost falling, and he had to grab onto the rope. But Shawn Michaels was hugging Taker. (laughs) And then Taker left. Like, he won the match, but he left the ring and let Shawn Michaels have his final-like applause, say goodbye to the WWE universe, fell to his knees, openly said a prayer of thanks to God right in the middle of the ring. It is one of the most bittersweet moments in WWE history and the best wrap-up to a long and storied rivalry that produced two of the best matches of all time.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Those those two matches, but the same way with um, with WrestleMania twenty eight, the end of an era match, because like they go through this hellacious match. I mean, that match is hard to watch. Like that match is one of the only physically difficult matches for me to watch. That was. that was Taker Triple H 2.
1: Okay, okay. So that was yeah. the end of this whole storyline, really. Yeah. That yeah. was like four that, years four in a row, years. yeah.
0: And like they just, I mean, it's it's horrifying to watch. Like it is very <laughs> difficult to watch these two dudes beat each other up like this, and then the the bell rings, Taker wins, and. They all walk out together as buddies, as if to say, like, okay, we're done fighting.
1: That was fun. Like, we're done. We've we're done. we are got this out of our system.
0: We're d- we, yeah, we've got this out of our system. We have settled it. It is a once and for all thing, which we're, we're going to move on. We're going to go have some... D- we'll meet up at the Chili's. I got us reservations.
1: Awesome, Blossom. Sunday,
0: Sunday nights are kind of busy. Um, so... Well, that's is that it for you. That's all I got. Yeah. Well, that's it for us. Tell us, uh, tell us what you think. If, did we miss any great rivalries? Did we miss any great rivalry moments? Let us know uh, on Twitter or Facebook at Two Words LTN. Um, hang out with us. Talk to us. Uh, see what see what's going on. If you haven't liked our Facebook or Twitter, um, do we have an Instagram that we never checked?
1: Technically, yes. Okay. <laughs> Go
0: like us on Instagram. Maybe we'll start posting some pictures. Who knows? I don't know. One day. Um. Uh, but, uh, but hang out with us cause we got some really fun stuff. We got a lot of fun content that we're going to be putting out, um, soon and, uh, and you'll want to, you'll want to be a part of that. Um, and while you're, while you're at that, um, check out all of the love Thy nerd network of podcasts, um. If whatever you're into, Love Thy Nerds got it. <laughs> well, I mean, not whatever you're into. Not whatever. Not so like whatever well, you into. But a lot of things. Um, Damian Priest probably <laughs> ain't got too much in common, but. Uh, I bet he's a nerd. Uh, <laughs> but thank you. We'll be back in a couple of weeks uh, with something we're working on. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything. Just um, in case. Just, just in, in case, case it doesn't work out because we've we we still haven't uh, confirmed that this is a possibility. But in a couple of weeks, I think we got something you're really gonna like. Um, <laughs> especially for you older fans, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, uh, but that's it for us. I think.
1: This is your outro, I pal. Feel like, I, I feel else. like I'm
0: missing something, <laughs> but really just hit us up on our socials. Um, LoveThyNerd.com. LoveThyNerd.com. Uh, LTN Radio is where we're at, is our home. Um, exclusive home. We have exclusivity with them. Uh, it's going to be good. we're going steady.
1: Well, I mean, they're us, so it's not like. It's the <laughs> we're same. in charge, com- man. The, the we're in same. in charge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> same business or whatever.
0: But, same ministry. Uh, But on that note, uh, my name is John, his name is Matt, and if you're not down with that, we got two words for you.